I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Sam Joe. And we are the SG Boys. That little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. When you guys ask me if my content is in any way like queer-ish, I wouldn't say it's not, but I don't intentionally go out and say it is queer content. You know, I don't I think like like some of you guys, like I think Tristan knows or so. Like when I go online I don't particularly like make it all about like my queerness. Except when I see a boat now. <laughs> when I boat meaning I see a a cute person. Yeah. But yes, you know Wait, what? what? Yeah. Thank Is that you like for explaining to all the millennials in the room. Sorry, that's only if you join my life and Fauzi's life. If yeah. we do say like, hey boat, 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 and we are doing this, we're like Wow, what a beautiful day! Hey, boat, 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 boat. <laughs> we will purposely switch the camera and go like, Wow, hey, look at all these mo- beautiful people, all the movie posters. Ah, that one boat, this one boat, yeah. Ah, yes! Oh my god, shall we do that again? Oh, wow, beautiful sky! Boat, 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 boat. So then our followers will go, Oh, yeah, 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 boat, boat, boat. Why boat? Like, why boat? Like, is it like relationship? Like you ship them? No, or? boat. Boat is like a standard beautiful person, a cute guy. Then you have cruise ships, meaning they are like, Loaded. Damn, I'm gonna get cancelled for this. <laughs> Some of my followers, huh? They say, then that one, how? That one not very good, lah. Sampan, that one. <laughs> like, oh my god! And that was a little clip from our very first SG Boys live at Indignation. Yeah, an LGBTQ conference that happened on March 19th. It was a Sunday, the sun was out, and everyone uh, woke up. And came down despite being hungover. A little bit, to, heard, yeah. Yeah, to project the cafe, <laughs> uh, project the picture house. Of course, we were doing a live recording for the first time ever. Yes! Yeah. With our very special guest, Mark Kinoshida, whom Hello. you just heard. Yes! Hello, everybody. It was such a great time with you on. Right? You made you. everyone laugh. It turned into a little bit of a comedy show thank at you, one point. You. And of course, things got serious. Actually, we ran out of time yeah. to a point where our audience grew quite big because actually we were taking in the audience for the next session. Oh, were yeah. we? Yeah, who was standing at the back like, can you hurry up? They were like, <laughs> more people came towards the end and they were like, hey, did we come to the wrong show? But we, <laughs> we didn't realise that. We are like, hey, more people are coming. Let's entertain them. And then, yeah. Well, like, oh they boy. enjoyed it anyways. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah clearly. Yeah. Uh, but we said, okay, let's have Mark on in the studio so you can hear him all around you, full around you. 3D audio. Full stereo Dolby Atmos. I don't know. What's yeah. that? Know what's that all around you? <laughs> if it's not all around you, get yourselves a better headphones or something, lah. Please, you're not that cheap. You're an aggie, leh. I am. Yeah. That's why I'm auntie of Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid boys to be yeah. good. I better get better sound system. Eh? This is, of course, yeah. Mark Kinoshida. He is an entertainer, a comedian. You might know him from social media. And you joined us for our Indignation SG Boys live showcase where we talked about to queer or not to queer, mm. which we will get into in just a bit. But first, we're going to get to know Mark a little bit more, right? Okay, so I think the first question we always ask is, who is Mark Kinoshida? Even I don't know, actually. But anyways, hi, guys. I'm Mark. I'm basically like um, a t- TikToker and Instagrammer, content creator more like, yeah, not influencer, a difference, huh? Content creators basically create videos that actually have uh, substance. Ooh! Ooh! I was going to ask you for the, dis- like, how you distinguish. No, nah, actually, it's more of like, I think for us, we're just a little bit different where we we don't see ourselves as influencers. I think some of us do. So like do you to. get annoyed? Because I'm I'm pretty sure people call you an influencer all the time. Do yeah, you but do you see me post like nice pictures with bags and all these kinds of things or like nice clothes? Hashtag, True, la, maybe you look- la, I don't get insulted or anything. It's more of like, 
I, I want to get it right because I, I don't feel like I belong in the, you know, the, the influence are very fashiony, posy. You look at my face, how to fashiony, posy <laughs> la. Maybe wait a while, okay? Give myself yeah. a bit la. I think the issue is that a lot of people, truthfully, would still consider you an influencer. But the problem is that that word has taken on such, you know, negative connotations over mm. the years, right? With mm. like, you know, social Actually, media. I'm not bothered by those negative connotations. I just like, um, for me, I prefer to be called a content creator because I want to separate myself from, I'm not that kind that, you know, dresses up and just like, you know. Or you just that- like show up and have someone do everything for you. Because like knowing even what you did today before this recording, you were editing your content, mm. like you script out, you plan, you mm. conceptualize. So you produce your own videos. Mm. And I think the other brilliant thing about being a content creator is that you do one piece of content and then you spread it across various platforms mm. to maximize sort of the usage of it, right? Mm. We want to push out either meaning, joy, you know, the, there's another purpose rather than, you know, like, like oh, <laughs> Did you who hear that? that? Who was that? Who that was, was me. That? Oh Jesus! No, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> it came from. It came from. What's that? Line from like bridesmaids. Yeah. Like I'm not even Lime. sure which part that came from. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I'm not even sure which end that came up from because it's like a little like something in the back of my throat that was trying to like let itself out. Uh, like, they just had Shake Shack, everyone. <laughs> they just had cheeseburgers. Shake Shack, yeah, Shake Shack, very nice. On that note, perfect segue into actually what a lot of people know you for are your characters. Mm. So what are some of your most beloved characters on social media? Definitely the auntie. Uh, she like to eat the shashak, shashak burger. Very nice. Uh, yeah, so uh, the other character is Professor McGonagall. From Harry Potter. Yes, from yes. Harry Potter. It's, it's more Minerva, my... let's come. Okay. Bring it. Be fifth- what, 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 what would Professor McGonagall say about the SG Boys podcast? Well, I am certain they are really enjoying themselves all the time, talking about queer things. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that, except I don't know what that sound was. <laughs> it's clearly demonic. Hey, I want to ask you, you know how, like, years later, uh, Albus Dumbledore, like, was outed as, like, being gay and everything, right? Yes, and I never... Do you see? Yeah. I never bothered Were with you it. his fag hag? Yeah, Minerva. Well, I was, really. <laughs> I was trying to pimp him out with the other headmasters, but they were really terrible. But Minerva, are you queer yourself? Of course not. I had a muggle boyfriend. You did? She did, actually. Oh, she did? <laughs> really? Just she did. Transfiguration. Yeah. <laughs> she transfigures into things, not... She doesn't transfigure the... Actually, that must be hey. Can that she be transfigure so the down there? Yeah, I'm sure. Confirm. The author of the series probably would not agree. With that. Oh, oh yeah, 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 let's yeah. Right, right, right. Hey, okay, but that would must be so fun in the bedroom. Think oh, about it. Yep. I, I guess so. But, did but, you just but, say oh in Professor McGonagall's yep. voice? <laughs> yes, I did. I certainly did. She was answering the question for me. <laughs> Have you ever like I don't know, you're getting down and dirty with someone and you're like no, I'm well. not. <laughs> no. I, I haven't had the chance to do that, I mean. That'll be fifty points off your house, I swear. Enter your chamber of secrets. <laughs> oh, Jesus mm, Christ. Yeah. They want to like hit your philosopher's stone. Ooh. Oh. Oh, Slytherin indeed. <laughs> mm. It's called the quaffle. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been able to do about a lot of accents because, you know, the recent things, people have been a little bit more sensitive and stuff. Yeah. Unless they're tagged to popular characters. Like an auntie is quite mm. basically yeah. safe a character. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I can possibly explore is a Japanese character. 
Oh, yeah, you're yeah. Half, I was, you're half half Japanese. Japanese. Yeah, I'm half okay. Japanese. So I was actually thinking like that could be one of my newer characters that might be coming up. <gasps> it is not conceptualized yet, but I, <laughs> I'm still trying to find what kind of angle this character can do. One such thing, maybe I do uh, review Donkey Hood. Don Don Donkey Hood. Yes, oh. yes. Salmon, salmon is not Japanese approved sushi. Yeah, because you're from... Uh, what is that line Samo from? That's Cinderella story. Oh. I, I spent a lot of money to ship this from Norwegia. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> you remember the Jennifer Coolidge? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's from Norway. He's not Japanese. Yeah. Japanese no, not eat salmon. Japanese people laugh at you when you eat salmon. They go, oh, very nice, very nice. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, she doesn't... Can you speak like that for the rest of the episode, please? Yeah, actually, I don't want you to stop. Really, I learned hiragana during um, lockdown. So I consider myself half Japanese. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what in the Jujutsu Kaisen? Okay, so wait, let me try, let me try. Okay. Uh, Konnichiwa, わたしの名前はジョシュアです。お名前をお願いします。わあ、すごい。え、すごいの。さゆい。さゆい。さゆい。さゆい。さゆい。さゆい。さゆい。さゆい。さゆい。さゆい。さゆい。さゆい。さ
<laughs> you won't find these things. Yeah. No, but I love it. I think I, I think it's Singapore's like unique way of appreciating Western food. I don't know how else to put it. Like I mean, come on, you have you go to like America and they have nonsense like, you know, Panda Express, Singapore noodles, come on. Yeah. What right? is Singapore noodles? Exactly. I feel like we are we are just like paying it back you know oh, and I feel like chicken chop with the french fries and you know, fish and chips mm. with the coleslaw like what what does that even mean <laughs> yeah. no but it's actually not that expensive so I, I think it's quite nice sometimes yeah. some of them are, are pretty good but then like the chicken they'll slap the heck out of it until it's so thin yeah it's just all skin <laughs> but I love a good like when they do like a good black pepper chicken chop mm. Mm. when they you get know, it right when they get it right like a Botak Jones kind of thing yeah and yeah. when the bun is just nice and like you know fluffy and buttery I have two questions for you Mark let's go first is I notice you have a very nice you know manicure situation going on you have like purple and blue with like white accents on it where do you get your nails done that's one Mm -hmm. and number two are you single and available oh Oh my gosh because you know (laughs) I'm sure Uh, some of our listeners would like to know uh, uh, Mm. Okay, let's answer the nail question first. Yeah. I forgot the name of it, but it's at Chinatown Point. Thank you. Mm, love yeah. it. Cute. Okay, now the second part of the question. Yeah, so single available? <laughs> uh, single... Your face is turning red. Mark! <laughs> <laughs> I'm single a little bit... Uh, single not yet available, I think. Ooh, yeah. why? What do you mean not yet? He's seeing someone. S- no, no, no. <laughs> I, I just need to get some stuff. Uh, off my mind and like you know I just want to build my brand first I am recently single so Aww. yeah but um, that's fine I mean like like there's a lot of things to unpack you see okay. along the way so I'm almost done unpacking I guess mm. like, the healing yeah, yeah, process yeah. though right okay. now it's a healing process so actually I recently went to Japan that was a very nice healing trip for me Aww. and then I just came back from Bangkok that was a sister's trip with Fauzi right yeah. so your stories I do want to sort of re-clarify if you feel comfortable with uh, talking about your sexuality right because we are gonna talk about your content yeah i'm okay okay i'm honestly okay i mean like like i mentioned earlier i don't really like prance around and say i am gay but like i am it's very obvious (laughs) yeah i i think like that that to me is is like that's who i am and i've reached a stage in life where I'm no longer hiding it-ish. Mm. I don't think I have to. And it's most of the case, like, some people don't need to ask, don't need to know. And I don't need to say, I don't need to tell, if you get what I mean. Yes. It's really, like, just my own voice. And my own content is my own content. It has nothing to do with my sexuality. Because how many of you are actually going to be in the bedroom with me? Whenever people ask about your sexuality, let's be very frank, they're either interested in bidding you or they're trying to find, like, their common... Sort of assimilating common ground. Yeah. yeah, like a similar grounds as to can we speak about things relating to the LGBT community? Yeah. Or, like, the similar experiences that we face. These are the only two situations that I feel are valid in terms of, like, asking about the sexuality. Or maybe if someone wants to wing you in the club. Uh, <laughs> which is no, a bad idea. I, no, I think all three of us probably face this to some degree by being on public platforms, whether it's like me with radio and, and Samjo and I with this podcast, Samjo doing drag, you with your content that you create, mm. which is, okay, if I were to go out with any of y'all, it means I have to also be out on that public level because, you know what I mean, I'm dating someone who is so public mm. and I'm dating someone who's a drag queen. Mm. I'm dating someone who's this and that, you know? So that means they're this kind of personality and they're always going to be taking photos of us and uploading photos of us and I'm going to be now part of the content. 
during my relationship, I think I never really told anyone or I never like put it out of my content. So yeah. like that's my thing. Like I keep it quite private. But it's only because I why do I need to tell everybody? It's not that you're ashamed of it, right? Yeah, you know, it's, it's not that I'm ashamed of it. I mean I don't have to put it in my parents' faces because they don't actually know. Yeah. Even if they guessed, I don't really care. Right. It's something that I don't tell them outright or we don't discuss at all. And I like to keep it that way. Other facets of my life would be whether or not it goes on socials, I don't think it should. Like, I don't openly say, hey, this is my, my partner. I don't feel a need, yeah. you know, showcase all this. It's- my last relationship, I didn't publicize it on social media as mm. well. And I think he came in with that idea that I would, you know, that I would always pressure him into it. And I was like, no, no, no. Like our relationship is separate. Uh, I, I think the moment you invite the public in, it, it's a huge risk. And, and we've seen some couples, queer couples in Singapore that have, really helped I think when it comes to representation when it comes to I think encouraging us to also uh, continue our search and romance and stuff like that there are some very great positive examples of that and and they're able to do it great you know but for for me I think it was more of like I don't want to invite any kind of trouble Mm. you know like I know I can take it I don't know if I can protect you from it and Mm. I don't know if you can handle it if you're ready for it you know Mm. Uh, Samjo have you ever been in a relationship or um, where you were faced with that, oh, should I take a photo with the two of us? Knowing that people will... So here's the thing about like my social media and everything, right? I will kiss even my like platonic friends <laughs> and I would post that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. Was it always um, like that? Do dirty stuff with my... Um, not always, not always. I think over the years, I've like, you know, as I've come into my own and like clearly now I give way fewer fucks about what other people think about me and, and how I lead my life. Mm. Um, I'm a bit more free in like, you know, expressing my love however I want to even if it's with people I'm dating or whatever so it's I feel like it's hard to tell but it's kind of like for me I'm, I wear my heart on my sleeve you know mm. so if I love you you know be it in a platonic or like romantic way I'm just gonna show it regardless but of course I have to always check in with the other person like you yeah, know I've yeah. dated people before where they're more on the shy side and I'm, I'm aware that oh my god you know they're only out to five people in their lives yeah. and they would be highly uncomfortable with me doing like PDA stuff and everything so yeah I definitely have to respect those boundaries but I think more so than how you deal with like you know having your partner on on social media and everything like that also is I think it starts from the self right Mm -hmm. because it took a lot for me to even be comfortable comfortable, like you know saying saying or typing the word gay or queer Mm. in my content Mm. so Mark and I have this really good friend Gabby I think you know oh, Gabby yeah, as yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Gabby, Gabby also the baby. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who every time, you know, we have drinks or whatever, he will be the first to yell out in the middle of it could be in the middle of a straight establishment or whatever, like, Cheers quiz. You yeah. know? Yeah. And initially I would be like, Oh my god, Gabby, is seriously? But now I'm like, I'm so on board the Cheers Quiz train. Oh, at least you got the, the clean version. Oh, why, 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 why? he always goes like homos or <laughs> all like, you know, men is terms of endearment, of course. But I remember a time when um, I really wanted to use that and I think it was uh, in a post or whatever, obviously inspired by Gabby. But Mm. I remember being like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. You know, I used to police myself. Now I don't. And I'm I'm really thankful to people like him and like, you know, you, Mm. another one who, you know, you all live your life very unapologetically. And I know some people may look at me and think that I live my life that way, but it's been a journey for me Mm. as I'm Mm. sure it's been for both of you also. 
some people like you mentioned Gabby is okay he's very open with it yeah yeah but like so in touch with his fam side as well yeah you know which but it doesn't mean that just because you have a friend who's like you know so in touch with their fam side so in touch with their gay side or like they're doing really like queer things you have to assimilate you are your own self your own person so you decide and I think when it comes to a relationship addition to it I think the most important thing is you need to communicate with your partner and ask where their boundaries lie the previous relationship that I was in I Instagram the heck out of everything. Mm. The first time we went on on our date, you know, and and when we got together, I made the announcement on social media. And for me, it was just because no one around was doing that much. Mm. So I was... I was like, oh my gosh, there's a level of like rebellion here mm. as well. There's a fuck yeah, this is me. I'm in love. Let's do this. Everyone's seeing it. The comments are rolling in. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, Josh is kissing this guy on Instagram. Mm. And this is his boyfriend and everything. But the moment that relationship ended also, I had to deal with that on a public level. Because I was like, okay, now I have to explain to everyone. Everyone's like, hey, I don't see this guy in your photos anymore. Mm. Like, and I got to take down those photos. It was exhausting. So that's why I think with my my last relationship, I was like, we're not even going to go there. We didn't even actually follow each other on social media. Oh, we, wow. we, yeah, we were very clear at the start. Because I think when I met my ex, we we met during the pandemic. And, and at that point, I, I think I was ready for a relationship. There was like no expectations whatsoever. And it was a very mature relationship. So we, we set really clear rules at the start. So I don't want to go through my Insta stories like hi do you see do you see my Insta story or do I, I don't want to learn about how your date has been on mm. your Insta story mm-hmm. like I don't want to be presented that mm. if you have something to tell me you tell me mm. if it works out doesn't work out you follow me unfollow me all that nonsense I don't have to deal with that so we do not follow each other on social media right but then also there were some moments in our relationship that I wish I could have shared that but wasn't a huge part of like you not sharing him on social media also because like he was yeah because he shared he he shared where his boundaries were so on one hand I was like okay I can see how this can be useful for the relationship where as someone who presents so much in my line of work this will be sacred my relationship with my ex will just be between my ex and I and a few good people uh, like you, you've met my ex, right? Mm. So, so just a few people. Um, but then there was also the aspect of, oh, this was such a great vacation. You were in this photo. I couldn't upload this photo. I had to take a separate photo without us in it. Even for my birthday, there's a separate photo where he, he and I are holding hands. And mm. then there's one where it's just me and my friends. Like, I wish you could have been in there. So, so there is still like a level of like, I wish we could also just be completely comfortable and not even think about it and be super second nature about it. But I think uh, another big reason to why we have this reservation is because of where we are from and how things have been and what the culture has been like here. Mm. Yeah. Was there ever a point where you felt like, oh, you actually wanted to be a little bit more, you know, explicit about it, but you feel like you couldn't? No. You feel like it's separate and it should be separate from your art. My content is uh, mostly characters, right? I have my own descriptions of how they are in my head. So like, I think they're very, very separate from my sexuality and they don't actually cross into But do people confuse that? You know, because I get it. You you view it as, you know, you're playing a character as fully formed, but then people will be like, hey, actually that's a very feminine thing for Mark to do. Or you're doing drag, that is a very feminine thing, you know? So like, mm. and then they start, do, do, do you, are you faced with any kind of discrimination or... or the most basic one, the one where they say like... So you do? Like even being myself, like doing a video myself, like a random video, because, you know, I'm quite dramatic and stuff. My 
queer side does come out in like you know yours and all these comes out right i do get like the usual the very basic chao aqua you know that kind the chao aqua comments mm. the drag ones okay actually i do want to address the drag one because i think some people say like if you want to be a woman so much just be a woman i'm like do you even know the character origins? Because my auntie character is literally me impersonating my mom, my aunts, and mm. every other auntie in Singapore. Or like I see them doing really ridiculous things, making ridiculous demands. That has no link to being drag. It's just me impersonating them. But if you want to think it's drag, fine by me. I don't think it's drag for me. I just put on a wig and a dress. I don't like do other things to it. So I shared with you my theory when we were at Indignation that I, I do think that when it comes to being queer, there is something special about us. Mm-hmm. The the kind of things that we are drawn to, to a point where it becomes a stereotype. Mm. You know, whether it's theater, whether it's botany, you know, like all these different things that seem to draw us, the kind of songs that you know would pull like our audience, you know? And it's just a theory. Not everyone is like this, right? But we choose the auntie over the uncle. We choose Professor McGonagall over Dumbledore, even though Dumbledore is Dumbledore really? gay, right? Okay, but honestly, Dumbledore <laughs> doesn't really say anything funny. Exactly. We, we, we pick up on all these little, like, sassiness, right. Right? and we get so drawn to it, and we're like, oh, Gail Weathers from Scream, or we like that, yes. we root mm. for the final girl, we root for Chun-Li. You know, we're drawn to these characters. There's something in us, the queerness, which then brings these characters to life for mm-hmm. us, you know, and and uh, it is then up to us whether or not we want to make that link mm. or not. And no, and I don't disagree with what you say. Yeah. I do agree, actually. There are some things that are a little bit more feminine that you know we get drawn to for sure. But honestly speaking, <laughs> if if my voice was a bit lower, I would also do Professor Snape. <laughs> I love Professor Snape. Oh, he's please. So yeah. funny. He's so funny. Ugh. He's also super sassy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, I, wish I, actually, he, I wish he did a podcast before he died, actually. Right. I would listen to his voice all day. It's so... Oh, it's just like a true... Potter. Oh. It's so intimidating. What do you get when you mix? <laughs> Mr. Potter, what do you get from... Clearly. Clearly, you are not paying attention. <laughs> Turn to page... 394. It's not that low, you see. <laughs> hey, you did it. Yeah, that was did it. pretty solid. You, no, but it was, it, you, you got the drawl yeah. down pat. You just need like the deep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just about to say, I can't go as deep. Mm. Yeah, I, I go why. deep for other things. It's okay, they have toys for that. Oh, Jesus. Right. I think Josh, mm. Josh is just like... <sighs> no, 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 no. Uh, going back to um, actually Fauzi, your mm, good mm, friend, if, mm. if, if, if it's okay for us to bring him in, you're good friends with him. You do a lot of content together. Mm. And I think he's also a little bit more public mm-hmm. from my understanding mm. when it comes to being completely himself. And, and, and that, of course, includes his sexuality. Mm. For us, I think like we're best friends and best friends in the same line. We actually do support each other quite a bit in a way like mentally and emotionally supporting each other when we face hate comments or like just in general, whatever that we face. Does he get hit hard? Oh, he does. He does. Uh, a lot more, I would say. Uh, I don't pretend to speak on his behalf. Perhaps next time we need to we, get we, we, yeah, yeah Fauzi, next time he can come, come on. We certainly want him. Yeah, but like yeah. I think I think the one thing that we do agree in on, or rather, I view it is whenever we go on our own socials, especially when we go on our lives, we try to create our own little community that is safe for us, our safe space, our mm. safe community. Our, our followers know; they just generally know. I mean, like we talked about boats and stuff, right? 
Oh, there was a yeah. fun segment that we shared in, in the <laughs> at the start. Of, yeah, we played at the start of this episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because some people, some of our followers are also like you know they're also like us, queer, and they they find that coming onto our lives, commenting, just being a part of it, also has that safe space for them to actually like talk about things. Yeah, we love doing it. You know, like helping them get through stuff. Not exactly advice, but I guess like sharing sharing like how we actually went through those moments. So perhaps it might be easier. Singapore a bit sad. A lot of them share breakup story lah. Because they need someone to they need someone to talk to. We get that as well in our SG Boys DMs. Mm. You know, people sometimes share their problems of what they're going through and stuff, and and mm. and, and it's tough because you want to help. You can understand that they need someone mm. and they they identify with you. But then there's also a limit to how much you can help. You know, mm. these are safe spaces that a lot of these people I think don't have. Being in the closet, some of them still being really young. Mm. You know, discrimination at home, at school, or whatever. It's a stepping stone for them, and I yeah. think it's very important. I can't imagine if I didn't really have those friends at that time, and what would I have become? You know, yeah. Like, how much more suffering would I have had to go through? Not coming out to myself, not accepting who I was, just constantly hiding, nobody to talk to. It's really frustrating. Yeah. People need people. Bottom line. We're designed we're, that way. Yeah, yeah. we're designed to have a little bit. Yeah, we, we're designed to have community. Yeah. You're saying that it was very tough for you growing up. That's what I'm hearing. Mm. Um, I know a little bit about that. Yeah. Are you are you comfortable sharing that? With I everyone? don't mind actually. I think yeah, I mean, I mean, people will look at you now and go like, wow, you're so comfortable in your own skin. But I think a lot of people don't realize like what well, it, it took, took for lot. you to get this stage exactly. Yeah. It so, really took a lot. Yes. Share with us your journey. Yeah. I think like it was when I was 17. I think like I was lucky enough to meet a group of friends who they some of them were really like openly gay or at least within themselves and they just casually went come join us uh, we would go to parties we will attend like um, gay parties straight parties whatever um, they actually helped me I think the, the first time I went to a gay club was play Mm. Play was intimidating oh, for I me. Bet. Yeah. First, it was getting past the door, bitch. It was <laughs> getting past the door, bitch, and she was not having it. <laughs> I was. I was. Hello, so- play auntie. If you're listening, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> you are the reason why Mark is where he is now. Iconic. No, there's 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 two of them. Two. I think I know one of them. Okay. Like not really like we're acquaintances, but the other one was scarier. Mm. Oh. So she goes, I see. When I gave it to her, she was like, Hmm. Now you're 18 eh. How ah? <laughs> and then we just had this like staring thing and then she just this year 18 ah. Then said, yeah. Go in, go in. Oh. One time only ah. And she went one time only ah. And it wasn't one time because the next week right. I was there. <laughs> the next week I was there. It was the same girl. And then she was like you again. <laughs> okay this time yeah. my friend said take my IC memorize everything on the, on the IC and recite it to her. So I was so scared. <laughs> and then I remember everything on it. The address, the birth date, like the full name. So she was just testing me in the whole thing. She was, I feel like she was enjoying herself. She was like, what's her name? I cannot say the name out. Mm, redacted, redacted. Yeah, redacted. Dude. <laughs> and then like, what's your IC? Then I said, I see. Dude. Birth date, uh, where you live, the full address. Then I said everything, blood type. I think there was a blood type. So <laughs> La, yeah, yeah, last yeah. time there was a blood last type. Time thing, got, right? Last yeah, time yeah. got. Now no more already. Last time mm. there was a blood type. Then she was like, well, not bad. Huh? Go in, go in. Not bad. Oh. <laughs> so she, she rewarded knew. you. But she knew. But girl, she oh. knew because the picture didn't look like you, right? Okay, Quite so thinky. Chinese twins all look the same. La. <laughs> I, I will jump in there. I think also because when we were coming out and, and exploring our sexuality, there weren't a lot of 
places we could turn Correct. to except the club. Correct. Even though it was the wrong thing to do to get into the club underage, but I think for us, you, you wanted to find your community. You just wanted to, I think that back then we had Gaga out and everything, yeah. and Rihanna. We just needed a place to, to find ourselves and, and just dance and let loose because we wouldn't fit in the other bars or clubs or mm. the other gatherings and groups, you know? So I think even for... I think we're around the same age, you know? So mm. it was integral, that whole party scene, because we didn't have, like, out in SG, or mm. right now people have cycling clubs together. You know, they have all oh, these... They have a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah. social activities. <laughs> very healthy social activities is what I'm <clears> saying, <throat> you know? But back then we didn't. Everything had to be down low. Everything mm. had to be... You pretty much have to break a rule or do something shameful like what you did you know shame. in order for you to he's not ashamed but in order <laughs> for you proud. to actually be yourself you know and I think oh, I see if we were to sort of trace why queer people feel so ashamed about ourselves why there's this sort of uh, shame in us it's because we always had to like first time is porn for example mm. so you do that as bad it's in mm. secret you know first mm. time to a gay bar I can't go in yet I have to go it's in secret you know like everything is so much in secret where you can't healthily explore yourself mm. yeah actually my friends wanted to bring me to play because they wanted to scare the gay out of me are you serious oh because you weren't really out to them they knew I was gay but oh you, they wanted to bring it out they wanted to scare it out of me what do you mean by scare it out I haven't I haven't started the story I'm so sorry I was long winded yeah sorry the because moment this, we entered play yeah A drag queen came out I think with her heels She was like Easily 1.9 meters <laughs> She looked at me like You know how drag queens are right They're so confident They're so like Feisty and sassy Larger than life Yeah They're over the top And you're just this Tiny little gay boy Fresh gay boy 17 And then you're just like Hi <laughs> I got a shock of my life When she went Mmm <laughs> <laughs> She just said How old are you? Uh, Whoa like 17 you're not supposed to say that, honey. Say you're 18. How old are you? 18. Good. Good boy. Sounds like Becca. Who was it? It could have been Becca. <laughs> I don't know. I don't this? remember. I don't remember. <laughs> it, but it was so scary because like, firstly, I, I haven't come out to myself as gay, right? And you know, yeah. at that time, I think like, being gay was a stigma for mm. ourselves already. Can you imagine adding a layer over it? Drag queen comes in. She's staring down at you. And like, it's the first time you know you know she's a drag queen. Whether or not she's transgender or whatever. It's new to you. All mm. this is new to you. Mm. It's new experiences. So basically, I was just shocked out of my life for like the first... <laughs> yeah, culture shock. It was really right, culture yeah. shock. And like every other table next to you, there was at least a pair of them kissing, like a pair of gays kissing, you know, right. like... Everyone's just kissing, making out, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like new to yeah, all this. Right. And it's so shocking. But thank God I had friends there because they were like, you don't want me? Oh. Yeah. You know, they basically were just trying to like, you know, get me out of my shell and mm. like say, it's fine. It's okay to be like that. Kissing, you know, holding hands. Even those baseline things were quite scary to me at the time because when you were kissing another guy, it's a stigma. When you're holding another guy's hands, it's a stigma. Yeah, right. If that person that you're interested in or that person that you just so happen to be getting a little bit intimate with is a male and you're a male, it's a stigma. So yeah. it's basically just me trying to, them trying to get me out of that shell. Right. Even like, I think Samjo and I, you may have had this before where I think early on when we were dating people or seeing people I would always be like let's meet at the club because that's the only place we could be ourselves like, if I wanted to hold your hand I wouldn't hold your hand on the train like everyone else I would only hold your hand in the club say I'm with a guy and we're making out we're having this incredible time you know as you're walking out whether it's to smoke a cigarette or go in whatever get mm. supper we'll hold hands and then the moment we step out we let go of hands mm. Mm -hmm. the moment you feel like 
you're being there might be an, yeah someone yeah. else's yeah. gaze on you yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah you feel like you're being watched you know Jesus Christ I yeah. think it, oh I said his name but but I think I think like dude what do you think was gonna happen <laughs> I don't know we get smited here right here now Jesus loves you mm. moving on yeah but yes I think even just you know going out to the malls and you're just two guys sometimes you might not even be on a date or you know you're not you're in the awkward stage of are you dating or whatever and you get eyes only, right? You just start to... Drift apart. Yeah. Yeah. The gap yeah. just widens. And yeah. you're just like... Is, but you were having so much fun just like a, a minute ago. Like the charm ones when they quarrel, then the picture split. It's no. a 90s reference for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Writing on what you're saying, what you're just talking about, I have very bittersweet memories of, you know, being with guy A, guy B. I mean, a few of them. Mm. And... You know, we'll be just walking down the street, could be Orchard Road or wherever. And then the moment we find like, you know, a darker corner where they're like, back then there were way fewer CCTVs, right? Yeah. You know, now, now oh my God. Now you don't have police. like 50 CCTVs not out as, at Orchard yeah. Road MRT. Now there's a police camera every, you know, 100 meters. But anyway, back then we would find like, you know, a corner and like, oh my God, okay, now we can finally kiss in peace. I remember that feeling of euphoria. I was like, oh my God, we finally can just be ourselves. Mm. Even though we know we can't stay here forever. But that, you know, one to five minutes or however long it is that we want to lock our tongues and everything. It was those like precious stolen moments. You know, we felt like we were... We did feel a little bit like criminal. Yes. Mm. If you think about it. And then yes. the which is and then you know what? The moment like a, a auntie walks past, you just <laughs> yes, like oh, yes, oh. yes. It could even be a cat. And it's not like we were having sex or whatever, you know. Yeah, just we were kissing. just kissing. No, and I would even drop that like yeah. to even a peck on the cheek. Yeah. Or even a peck on the lips, right? Yes. Like you said, a cat jumps across and you are just like every fiber in your body just like jolts up because like you're like, oh shit, I did something. Yeah. yeah. I would kiss with like my eyes open sometimes. I would open a bit just to like, is everything okay? Yeah. Is anybody right. okay? Mm. Yeah, you cannot completely like let your guard down. Right? Yeah, I remember yeah. doing that. Because you never yeah, you're so worried that you'll be spotted. Yeah. Not just so not just by strangers one thing, but because this is freaking Singapore, yeah. you're so worried that someone else in your family or your like social circle will somehow be there at two AM. Yeah, <laughs> you that you're not that you're yeah. not up to <laughs> and tell your yeah. parents about it. Correct. And, and it's the and most I'll, wholesome thing. Mm. You just want to share a kiss with this person that you've just met. And and not even that, I actually now remember I remember just, I think the touch of even holding your friends. You know, I think, Mark, you talk about going there with your friends. Mm. I think a couple of my friends that I went with with play, they were just being themselves. And we would also hold hands, learn like sisters, whatever it is. Mm. But then the moment we walk out, we would let go of hands. Because mm. like, oh, now we cannot, you know, we have to just yeah, be guys. Because it's frowned upon, yeah. Exactly. In that, in that regard, you know who I envy. Like, if you go to Little India... And you see a lot of like oh, you know, yeah, our foreign yeah. worker friends. Mm. And I mean, it's just in their culture, right? At least I've been told. It's, it's brotherhood. It's brotherhood. It's brotherhood. Yeah. You know, two guys like, you know. Yeah, they just hold Straight hands. and everything. Hold hands and cross the and road. And they're just enjoying themselves. Yeah, I ouch, think, ouch. ouch. <laughs> no, many they're holding hands, by the way, right now, Mark yeah. and yeah. Sam Joe. Yeah. You can't see this. I'm just like, mm. But see, there's a beautiful sense of touch, of embrace, yeah. even in friendships that we... I remember having to let go <laughs> as we were walking out. And it's such a... I remember feeling like, oh, now we're out of Wonderland. Yeah. Now we're back to reality. Back to reality, yes. No, but I do have to add another was... point. You know, the, 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 the point that you brought up where they were holding hands and stuff, yeah. it is brotherhood. Yeah. But you know, even they get discriminated for that. Yes, for sure. They for get sure. picked on, yeah. yeah. There were so many times I would, see, I would hear an auntie just go, yee, gay, you know? Yeah. It's like, what is this inbuilt hatred that they yeah. have? Yeah. I think it's... it's uh, it was just so scary all the time at that time coming out. Now that you get me thinking, it sounds wild. 
okay, now I'm like, this year I'm turning 35, right? But actually, it was very girl, you recent. old, girl. <laughs> You'll get there soon enough. Uh, Not yet. Not You're well-aged. But I mean, Mark, Mark is only like, you know, few years two years younger than me. So like... Is it two only? Yeah, you know spring chicken yourself, girl. You hey, <gasps> but I look like one. What? Ah! Really? Talk about Western food. You are the chicken chop. <laughs> oh. You are not the spring chicken. You're having a fight in the chop. studio. Let's go. You are the chicken chop with mushroom sauce. Okay. Not the chop. <laughs> god, I'm not big beans. That's soggy. <laughs> oh my god. I love the big beans. <laughs> Even though they make you. I forgot about the big beans. I talk about the coleslaw and the, the chicken. Okay, I, was, I was about to say that. Like, moving yeah, past the, the Western beans. food stall. No, the big beans, sorry. Even though they make you fart a lot. My god. Were they like. You're so you know. British, eh? I am. You is. I mean, can I this is colonial hangover is real. <laughs> I can't, can't help it. Anyway, oh. um, what were we talking about before we this? We were talking about... Coming out. No, I'm talking about 35, everything that you okay. brought up with some food. Yes. Yeah. Very quickly. Mm. But just to give you an idea of how long that furtive shame stuck with me, right? And how long it took for me to shed that. You know the first time I actually like kissed in public um, in Singapore and, and didn't feel like I had to be ashamed of it or whatever was when I was 30. So it was only five years ago. It, this is wild. Oh, wow. This is before this podcast. But as you know, I wasn't like, you know, out to my parents and everything, right? After a day, taking the escalator down into the MRT. So that's when, you know, the CCTVs are already like, you know, happening. This guy, you know, whom I was dating at the time, God bless his heart. I have him to thank for this. I was actually the more extroverted one and he, for the entire time that we were together, he was the shy and introverted one but he he had one thing that he wasn't shy about and that was like, you know, showing his affection even when other people were watching. Mm. He turned around on the escalator and he pulled me in for a kiss. My instinct was to pull away because, no, what are you doing? Not now. I mean, can lah, but later. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like not now. Oh, gosh. The let's wait. processes of gays. Yo, I know. Let's wait till like, you know, handicapped toilet. I was like, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> but he was not kidding was on not that. Kidding. But something like that, you know. I was like, are you sure? Like, you know, you said you're not out and everything. And he was like, I don't care. Like, do you care? Like, we don't know these people around us anyway. I'm like, wow. yeah, you're right, actually. Okay, I guess I don't care either. And then ever since then, like we would hold hands and we would like kiss openly. And he he taught me how to be brave. I'm not gonna name him because I'm I'm not sure how how out he is right now. That's fine, yeah. But if he's listening, you know who you are. Um you really taught me to be brave in that regard. And and you know, I've been taught to be brave by different people in, in many ways in my life, you know, and I think you talk about community just now. Mm. People showing you safe spaces, introducing you to like safe ways, just being yourself rather, Mm -hmm. you know, basically. That's one that I didn't even remember until now when you brought up this whole thing about kissing and holding hands. I dated very briefly this guy, I think two months ago, and we were walking to the train station, I was sending him off, and then he just held my hand. And I kid you not, this is, Joshua Simon, SG Boys podcast, very publicly gay. I was so self-conscious the whole way through. And it was late at night. It's not like it was going to be a lot of people. Mm. You know, if it was like 12 in the afternoon at Raffles Place, you know, I, it would be all through the roof, my anxiety. But I was like, holy crap, I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling anxious. I'm looking left and right. Why am I feeling this way? Yeah. I am no problem going to Pink Dot, no problem wearing the most colorful of outfits. But then now, actually holding hands with you, I was so terrified. And then he wanted to kiss at the the turnstile of the train station. 
I actually found myself like stepping away a bit like, oh, I'm so scared. What are you going to do next? Yeah. And I was disappointed with why I was reacting that way. Because even in my relationship before that, we kept everything private because mm. he was still in the closet, right? Mm. And he was still on his journey. I was respecting that. So we didn't behave like a couple when we were outside. Mm. which is unfortunate but it's also the reality I think for a lot of uh, queer relationships in territories like like we are in in Singapore you know but I think with the newer generation they're being a bit more open our generation also we're starting to be a bit bit more liberated you know so I I was like discovering that oh my gosh I'm not as comfortable as I always claim to have always been yeah you know but you know what that points to just points to like i said it is the baggage that we carry with us Mm. Mm. you know it's like residual and it's like sitting in there we don't even know that it still exists i don't think any of us is going to say we're ashamed of being gay no Mm. right in fact we're proud of it and we own it Mm. you know but (laughs) once in a while you have that subconscious yeah you have that subconsciousness like still worried about what other people might think or how other people might like look at you and like judge you and um mm. and i must imagine that I'm, I'm guessing but correct me if i'm wrong part yeah. of it has to do with the fact that i mean you are quite a public figure i don't know like do you does it factor in your mind sometimes like in the content that you create sometimes you're expected to maybe play it straight i i think like it, it's so much easier now for me to to stand up for what i believe is right to share that rainbow flag to to represent myself this way or go to ping dot or give a speech in front of a lot of people or stand up for that on a public platform but being a gay man in a gay relationship that visual of it in front of people who are strangers i was so scared because mm. i remember one at one point the lift door opened and people came out and i put my hand away because i was like oh my gosh yeah. and i was trying to downplay it but i was just i didn't know how to to handle the look because I think when you're dressing up that flair of it there's still a level of like fuck yeah there's a level of like rebellion also with how you dress but mm. when you're with someone wow it's like I'm still navigating that man mm. and I think there's yeah. also the fear that because we we are public figures right that if you do anything like intimate with your partners or your dates or whatever that they get identified for yeah, they pull identified. away after that. As yeah, well, then right? after that, because you know they get identified, they'll go like, "I think we better not." And then there's that fear that you know, like you know, at that point, maybe you really wanted to have something with this person, but just because of outside factors or other people mm. that have no relations to you, they just come into the picture at that moment. They just break apart that relationship, which is quite sad, actually. Yeah, I I I knew this one guy who would only be comfortable with holding my hands in public when we're overseas oh yeah I was just about to say I think overseas is a great place to yeah <laughs> cause like no one cares he was like no one cares so yeah. I, was like, I asked him I was like hey like are, are we the kind who who hands in public and he's like oh yeah if we're overseas sure fuck it you know yeah. I'll be myself we'd be and then I was like I understand but at the same time like but then who am I seeing you know yeah. like there was still like that question it's like how comfortable are you actually with me like who are we when everyone's away it, I, that's why it's a communication with your partner. Mm. I sound like an old like therapist. Just viewing all the relationships I've had before, I've grown to understand the idea of needing to communicate this basic level. Being gay, we have to communicate this basic level of how comfortable we are in public. Mm. Because I think as time goes on, it might change as well. And that communication channel must continuously stay open. On Instagram, there's a close friends list. La. Just use it. La. 
I've never used that function. Use that function. That. Okay, if you really, really need to, like, I know sometimes some of us just want a little bit of attention from our friends. And then our friends go like, show me face, no pick, no, no, no pick, no talk. NPNC, like, yeah. NPNC, bitch, you know that kind of thing. Just see the close friends list idea. Yeah, so, uh, okay. use that function. Right. I think that actually helps. Because, like I said, everything is about creating a safe space. Create your own safe space. Find your own safe spaces. And, and and I think also when you're on the journey, because I'll I'll give sort of Mike some credit there as well. Where I think when when he started like joining like our friend gatherings and stuff, and then he started to open up a little bit more, and then I think there was one point where he like leaned over to me and was like, "Oh my god, he's leaning on me in front of people! Like, wow, I'm he's so nice, I'm so, right? I'm so proud of you!" And this is very sweet, but I'm also like, "Yeah, I'm very proud of you." You know, like there's that. So like, I think as we slowly take baby steps, mm-hmm. you know, like you start to grow, your relationship starts to grow, and then you stop fearing the public, and mm-hmm. then that question of to queer not to queer mm-hmm. starts to like fade away. You know, because mm-hmm. like I don't care. You know, it's it's supposed to be a beautiful thing. I think the most important thing is just be comfortable. Yeah, none of your friends should be pressuring you on your relationship. None of your friends should be pressuring you on your sexuality or anything. Wise words from Mark Kinoshida. I know we have like come a long way from your play anecdote earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, you in the club with the drag queen shocking the gay out of you <laughs> and her bed. But I want to go back to that question I had earlier, right? Like you seem to hint a little bit that it wasn't easy for you to get to where you are right now being so comfortable in your own skin. Mm. I had to first come to terms with my sexuality firstly. Was I at that point, I was still thinking, was I still slightly bi or was I still gay? Then I realized I was gay, like from the beginning already. Then it was, what was my next step outside? To who? To my family, I don't come out to them. Because my, my parents are very, uh, one is very religious, the other one is very traditional. That was a hurdle that even to today, I'm not going to cross. We, we just stay in our own lanes. But that's me, keeping it quiet all the way to the grave, if possible. By any miracle, if it changes, it changes. To my friends... That was a lot easier. I think that was a good first step for me. This one was a lower difficulty because my friends were already like, half of them were gay. <laughs> and <laughs> the other half, I mean, like they were so accepting. Like uh, a few of my friends, Florence, um, Shirley, Surya, they were just very, very open. They were just, just say you are gay. La. You know, just, it's okay. I don't care who you want to, you want to kiss someone? Come, which one you want? They would be like, they will wing me and they were, you know, they were very supportive. I found my friends. Then it was, outside to other people army then it was work at the time school as well the question is not whether you need to tell people or what it's do you need support at these places in these situations for being gay do you need support as a gay person in school do you need support as a gay person in the army setting can you live life without having to do this you know some people can some people are okay with it because maybe they turn to their friends more they turn to their families more those, I, I would say the luckier ones would turn to family more. That was a question that was constantly always circulating. I was just very blessed because like everywhere I work, confirm got one gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I'm getting is that it is very instinctive, I think in all of us, right? Mm. Uh, where we will be ourselves, completely ourselves, 100% without having to code switch if the environment allows us to be that way. Mm. But because we are not, and because you've always been hit by this and we were just talking about this, a lot of stuff that we don't realize, that shame that we feel like, oh my gosh, even holding hands in public, even something I'm realizing even now at this age, that I'm actually not fully comfortable with my sexuality, even 
and there are some aspects to it, you know? So um, because we're not in that environment, we have to then ask ourselves, do we have to bring this up? Do mm. I have to bring this up at work? Do I have to deal with this? Do I have to go through this with you and then deal with the unpredictability of it? Mm. You know, and, and and of course, God bless souls like Gabby, you know, mm. or the people in our lives that are so brave. They have their stories as well. And I'm sure it, has, it, it must have been extra hard for them mm. because either they, they, they can't code switch or they they don't want to or they refuse they, they, to, they, yeah. they refuse to and, mm. and, and thank God for them because it makes us realize that hey we can be ourselves with you mm. I can be myself with Gabby you know so I, I don't blame you at all for saying that I don't have to be completely myself with you all the way through I don't have to show you all sides of me I'm not saying that mm. what you're getting is unauthentic but you're not getting all of me because I'm not sure how you're going to handle all of me with respect or not. In where we are with our industry, with our platforms, we have constantly been faced with those constraints. Mm. We've had people lose their jobs or lose opportunities. You can't put food on the table anymore because now you've decided to align yourself with this, this completely, you know? Mm. If the circumstances were different, we would behave differently, end mm. of the day. Mm. But it's not. Yeah, I am comfortable in my own skin in different places in different scenarios yeah. in being just like different actually not different it's me it's just many different facets of you yeah. right no actually I don't think it's different facets no. it's actually all of them are me yeah yeah. No, I'm not it's, saying it's different just, facets is like like any one facet is less true than the other mm, mm, mm. I mean these are just all the different parts that make up mm, yeah, Mark as a whole yeah. and it's just that you don't necessarily show all of your sights at once mm. And it's not necessarily by choice. Like, you know, it's, it's, um, I, like, you know, when I go back and do reservists, so, mm. you know, I think when we had this conversation, I was like, hey, Mark, come to Indonesia with us. You were in reservists, right? On the phone, you were like, hey, wait, ah. Uh. You know, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> it's like, okay, cannot talk, cannot talk about. Situations. Yeah, you step to, away for a bit. Yeah, wait, ah, yeah. uh, because like, you know, this person doesn't know that, you know, I'm, I'm gay yet. That kind of thing, right? Mm. Like, how do I put it? It's not that we want to police ourselves, mm. but sometimes we feel like we have no choice. And sometimes that is a self-preservation thing. Mm. And I think that's very valid. And it takes mm. energy, fact, what? It takes right? definitely. Yeah. No, but right now, yeah. I feel it doesn't when that situation I wasn't policing it was more of like <laughs> because the person was sleeping firstly <laughs> <laughs> secondly okay. I know we are very loud when we get very flamboyant yeah 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 I don't even think I want to let the person know that I'm gay it's, right. does, it's not necessary you're in the military yeah. you yeah. have no idea how many of us are in the military and we is strong yeah we an army okay. girl hey. we be yeah. we be sashaying one moment and we be getting all the IPPT so goals. yeah so Hey, I thought a lot of the gay boys are actually stronger than the straight men. No offense to the straight men, but like a lot of a lot of the gay boys are actually quite strong. Like, oh, hundred percent. They run them fast. Yeah. Like yeah. the okay, the first okay, uh, one of my friends, Messiah. Oh yeah, Messiah. Oh, Messiah. So I met Messiah in the army. Messiah and, gay. Yes, Messiah gay. Avalos. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Hi, Messiah. How is he? Yeah. I haven't oh seen God. him in a long time. Bitch, we miss you. Yeah. Okay, this is my coming to terms like time as well because like. Like after the clubbing thing That's you know When you slowly turn 18 And then like Army comes next right So in the army I was still denying myself A little bit I mean like You're literally In a whole place mm. Full of men mm, Very heteronormative that's Atmosphere like, all And you are just So newly gay You're like I'm not gonna look At the guys I'm not Oh gonna yeah Oh my god It's true But thank god They were all bald So I was like Yes oh. <laughs> Yes You're all bald Wait, Thank so god Not interested <laughs> Oh what are you trying To say about Josh Hello Oh wow No as in no, no, I get what you mean. As in, That's like, fine. thank you for putting us on the spot. <laughs> I want to test you. No, <laughs> okay, but, but, but you know, out. like, 
Yeah, but you also don't want to like put yourself. I, I remember doing that as well in the army. Right. right. It's like, of course, like I'm the gay guy, so you're gonna expect me to be right. attracted to you. So all the more, I remember like doing a medical checkup. I did not look at. it I looked down all the way through. I was like a shell of myself because I'm not even gonna give you anything that you can use to make fun of me mm. or. If I were to look at you, you're gonna think I was looking at you, mm. and then you're gonna start like bullying me. So I was like the first part of my army experience. I was I was terrified, but I also like really like culled my personality. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, going on to Messiah. So Messiah was in my company. Messiah was the fastest runner. Okay. <laughs> Bitch was running eight minutes. Okay. Can y'all do that? For like two point four. Right. Casually, and then like once he finished, right, he's like, ah, hmm. Literally, all the other guys were just like, ha, ha. And then this bitch just goes, bye. <laughs> he would literally like turn around, oh, bye. I love that. The whole time he knew I was gay, he was like, so which one you like? Oh, I think that sergeant quite cute. <laughs> like, yeah, just, you like lah, you are gay lah. Okay, 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 okay. I don't say, I don't say, you're not gay, you're not gay. But did you, like, were you comfortable in coming out to him then? I, I wasn't at first. Right. But after a while, then I was like, ah, fine, I'll just tell him. Then after yeah. that, he went, I knew it, bitch. Yeah. And but he was so happy. He was like, mission accomplished. Sometimes I wonder if people like that come into our lives for a reason. You yes. know? Yeah, I guess, yeah. You know, yes. I I don't know if I told you all before, but I actually am very lucky because my army experience was also, like, I had quite a few gays around me. But back then, we weren't comfortable enough to, like, come out to each other. Mm. We obviously knew deep down inside. You know, most gays have good gaydar. Like, gaydar is important. Okay, so inbuilt in our DNA. Yeah, <laughs> very important. It could save you a lot of yeah, trouble. Heartbreaks as well. Yeah. <laughs> With an inbuilt grinder. <laughs> Even one, before yeah, it came out. Yeah. We just felt safe with each other, right? Yeah. And, 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 and I'm still very good friends with, you know, a lot of them. And looking back, we really helped each other through a lot of tough days because in the army it's like you really go through a lot of shit mm. you know not gonna lie like it was really tough and some days you really feel like just giving up yeah yeah. yeah. I, I live with my roommate now and I've known him since army mm. like he is probably the biggest takeaway from the whole army experience because I could tell you know what I mean <laughs> I could tell and he could tell <laughs> and we were sneak out and then go and watch Vampire Diaries in one of the computer rooms. I mean, everyone else was watching like How I Met Your Mother we watched Vampire Diaries. You know what I mean? Like it was, <laughs> it was a very clear distinction, you know? And, and then we, we, during that period, you know, even sex, for example, mm. how to, what does this mean? Everything. Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. you would learn from each other's experiences mm. and each of us, we didn't know the right answer. None of us had like a guide or a manual of how, what's the right thing to do. We all made mistakes and we learn from each other and, and and now we live together like two old gay men we like take care of each other like literally like the the friendship that we have in our house is very much a you take your vitamins today oh my god like, this is the start of Joshua Simon's Golden Girls era yeah 100% <laughs> Like I actually, I, I shared about this on socials today. You know, like I, I was having a very anxious start to the day, and he could sense it. I didn't even need to say anything. He just walked into my room. He had like cut cucumbers and carrots. Oh my god, that's so gay! I love it. Right? <laughs> like, it's good for you. And he just walked out. Oh, the only thing he was missing is the gin and tonic. <laughs> it was ten in the morning. Hey, hun, okay. hun. Yeah. You don't put a time on gin and tonic. This is yeah. the second time that Mark has mentioned gin and tonic. Like hey. while we're recording at the yeah. conference, you were also gin tonic left. That's right. a very gay drink. Yeah, okay, you're thirsty is it for gin and tonic? Yeah, I mean it is midnight as per this recording. It's twelve twelve. Make a wish. 
you're actually making a wish. <laughs> 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 so adorable. <laughs> what do you wish for? Uh, can't say if not, it won't come true. Who did you wish for? Hey, mm. hey, 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 now, mm. hey, now. Hey, I now. bet the boy, yeah. For the longest time I've known you, you've always had, like, you know, oh, I wouldn't say boy problems, but like happy boy problems. You're always like, oh, I mm. thought he was gonna say, like, every time I know you, right, there's at least a boy in the picture. Uh, there's a boy that's always lurking around, and uh, yeah, there's yeah, always, actually, he's not wrong. There's he's always an wrong. intended. He's not wrong. He's yeah, not wrong. see? There's a lurker. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but well, I like it's, that. It's always like it's either relationship. No relationship is always look, 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 look. Yeah. <laughs> then maybe date, but like date also nobody knows one. Yeah. Actually, y'all don't know. I know that. You really? The karaoke that one. There were a few like You don't the karaoke <gasps> one, that, that one. That one I like, know lah. Oh <laughs> my god. You want me to say the... No, 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 no. Yeah lah, cannot lah. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah lah. I mean, I've looked over your shoulder before and seen texting him. Um. Well, yeah. on that note... I mean, I was a journalist Jesus after all. Christ. So, very observed. Sam Joe has been so. seen... <laughs> but Sam Joe has seen <laughs> quite yeah. a few of them actually. Yeah, yeah sir. <laughs> oh yeah! I know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god. That was okay, this was like years ago. I think early days when I first met you or so, first few years of yes, us yes. being friends. Yes, yes. Me being the blur me <laughs> didn't realize that there was something going on between both of them. Oh he was so blur. Eh? I was so Were you a traffic light? What was so, yeah, so so sometimes I'd be like, hey, you're hanging out, okay, can I join you? Then I would just like park myself there and like <laughs> we, I mean, so oblivious. We went yeah. like was it uh furniture shopping? I don't know what I think there so. was this you one follow instance. Them furniture shopping. They were window shopping, please, like you know, girlfriends were, were all broke. Fine quality like time. Yeah, I didn't know who I was like, oh my god, yay, friends. And you know, me being like Gemini, I'm just like latching on to any warm soul she that I did I know. not even catch that we were holding hands behind. Y'all were not holding no did, were did, y'all? Did, did, did. Oh, I thought it was maybe I read it as like a girlfriend. No, no, kind no, of no, like no, 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 yeah. mm. the power okay. of no everyone use it yes actually yes <laughs> the power of no is very important but but like be, be kind <laughs> anyway that didn't work out so Th- that's great yeah yeah that's but great. why were we talking about this again I don't know oh. <laughs> I, I actually don't know I think all this just re-emphasizes the importance of chosen family the role it has played in our lives and and many of us found each other through social media or organically. I, I think it's also a constant reminder that while social media is very much a part of our lives right now with how we communicate and everything, mm. sometimes just call. Sometimes if you're going through stuff, you don't have to share it with every single person because then you have to deal with everyone's view and take on things. But if oh, you sure, yeah. can just call each other and be like, hey, this is what I'm going through. It doesn't mean just because we don't post about them does not mean that we lose the outlet, that person that we can turn to. You know, sometimes just going back to the humble phone call or cup of coffee is good enough. I think pick your friends, very important. Oh yeah. Pick your friends. Yeah. Absolutely. And if they're not for you, that's fine. They could Mm. be for other people. Not everyone has to be for you as well. Just like how social media because social media is the opposite, right? Everyone must everyone must follow you. Everyone must get your your videos. Everyone must get your content. But I think with, with like friends and everything, you don't need to have everyone. Yeah. Set boundaries. I I think the call thing is very, very good. Yeah. I've had a few times where, like, I've called friends, yeah, and I knew I called the right ones. There are instances where I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, you know. You're not fine. Because it's one thing to, like, it's like, how you, you know, when people ask you, are you okay on text, and it's like, how are you really going to respond to that, right? Yeah. But when you're on a phone, I think there was this one time I didn't even know how stressed I was, but when I called a friend, I found myself crying, and I was like, oh my god, this is like, what's happening? 
you know and I didn't realize how much I needed that conversation like I needed to talk it out mm. so yeah. yeah it's very good advice I think we take it for granted sometimes because mm, yeah. now like apparently you know calling is not cool anymore <laughs> It's I, like, I'm, it's I'm like, still for the whole calling like thing emailing your friend like, you no, know, I who does that? that like yeah. if I'm getting to know someone even romantically I always go like hey can, can we have a phone call because then oh, you yeah, get that to one, know yes, la, the who that sex. person is always links it back to what okay, sex what uh, Sandra's a really thirsty bitch How de- you are the one who I'm not I'm definitely not thirsty as sex and no. you know you are the one asking for a gin and tonic gin and tonic not that yeah which is code for nothing just gin and oh. tonic it's a beverage a good cold yes. ice cold beverage yes. simple it's, as that it's a nice beverage everywhere in the morning in the afternoon in the night what was it you used to do what, bubbles oh. <laughs> champagne champagne for everyone <laughs> hello darling bubbles de here call me bubbles call me does. bubbles darling everybody, everybody does. does oh I love that <laughs> that is uh, Matt Lucas from Little Britain <laughs> yeah. yes. yes iconic oh and so finally good. when it comes to social media not everything you see is exactly as they are yeah you know and and I think more than just sort of looking at couples and all that on social media and everything even even sort of Sam Joe in your karaoke sessions you know, we see that it looks glamorous and cool and everything until you're actually there with Sam Joe. Mm. When you're there with him at the party itself and how precious that time is. You'll never know. You only see a glimpse of it on social media. You oh, know? I, I thought you were saying... I, I'm, I'm praising the karaoke it. karaoke looks great, but until you're in there, the room <laughs> with me. <laughs> it's a riot. Mm. It's a proper riot. Yeah. <laughs> really hey, but we should all go karaoke sometimes. Oh, I'd love uh, that. You know, Mark and I have done karaoke before, but I don't Lots. think I've done it with you. I haven't stepped out of the house in yeah. a very long time. I only step out of the house for work and then this recording. How about we go to your house for karaoke? Do you have a karaoke system? I'm surprised. I, my roommate's boyfriend has a karaoke <coughs> thing oh bring that over. yeah but you know we, we had it for a while then we got a noise complaint oh, <laughs> oh shit no you're not getting a noise complaint from us <laughs> well definitely because it'll i be, can't promise it'll be beautiful you only oh, sing billy eilish songs <laughs> okay get, uh, how about this you know i'm, I'm known yeah, yeah. Oh. Just gonna... i don't need a mic you know in fact that's i don't not even, a, that's not a, I do. that's not very reassuring <laughs> yeah. I just think Holy shit. we could do it um you know acapulco he's and having just, second and third thoughts now oh, <laughs> harmonize oh my god we should get together and do monk's favorite song bang bang and then you can do oh my god yes Nicki Minaj, i'll do nikki yes i'm ariana for sure oh thank god because i want to do jesse because because <laughs> my my voice can go real high i love how this is working out but yeah thank you mark for joining us yet again you. you know the first time on indignation for our sg boys live was such a blast and we want to thank you especially if you came down and supported us mark come back anytime okay yes okay yes definitely <laughs> definitely anytime uh till our next episode which is like god knows when <laughs> just you keeping shit, it real shit. Just it's your it real. schedule <laughs> like, what do you, you point at me i'm not the one who does like you know a prime time show every day oh wow uh, no but we're both busy bitches but honestly we can't promise when the next episode is going to be the one thing that we can promise is that when it drops it's going to be awesome as always i hope so mm-hmm. if not please let us know but we thought we would leave with you with one extra special lovely clip from our indignation appearance at a conference especially for those of you who you know couldn't make it down that day because you were still hungover or whatever most of you were hungover for sure there were like three parties going on the night before i mean i know we were hungover oh i wasn't you weren't then why do you look like that (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, let's roll the clip. As much as, you know, the both of them are saying voice out and everything, also remember one thing, like, it doesn't mean you have to shout. You don't have to shout it out. Doing little bits of things, having conversations with your friends who just want to understand how you live is also very important. And like, I think for me, like, I don't particularly like shout it out, but I do have a lot of meaningful conversations and a lot of like my straight friends uh, or even people who are on the other side of, of um, the thought process, they actually understand a little bit more, they're a little bit more patient. And not to say that they change their entire viewpoints, but they understand where we're coming from. I think that's more important. Because the other thing is, if you really want to pick a fight, it's also going to affect you. So I wouldn't like fully encourage that unless you're ready to do it. Yeah. Because if you're not ready to do it, the consequences will kill you, for sure. It will kill you in some way. And that's why I'm saying like, just know whatever you do, be prepared, and also know where your limits are. Don't need to shout. Just have a nice talk also is possible. Or even when they ask, just tell them. I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Sam Joe. And we are the SG Boys. That little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. The beliefs, views, and opinions expressed on this podcast are attributable to its hosts only and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, organization, company, or individual.